0: Now, before we get into this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah, I wanna discuss our very first ad, Link. Unlike the traditional business card you have to throw out as you change companies, titles, and even states, Link is the new digital card that allows you to update your information as you progress through your career. With Link, you can share more than just your phone number and email address. You can include information like links to your social media, website, and even a podcast. There are tons of really great options on their website where you can choose from a traditional business card plastic, wood, or metal, and much more. Personally, I decided to go with the key ring option that has an NFC chip and a QR code where anyone with a smartphone can scan and download my information. With Link, I am able to share my email address, phone number, and links to this amazing podcast along with our website. Follow the link included in the description of this episode and be sure to use the promo code That at checkout for 15% off whatever you purchase. Not only will you get a great deal, but you will also be helping grow Now About That with James and Sarah, the podcast where two friends talk about whatever now on to this week's episode hello and welcome to another episode of now about that with james and sarah i'm james
1: and i'm sarah
0: and sarah has a blood spot on her eye
1: Yes, I do, and I also sound like trash.
0: I don't think you sound any different than normal. Ouch! <laughs> I don't mean that's not what I meant. <laughs> I can't. I I meant I can't tell that you sound. You think you? I can't tell that you sound like trash.
1: Just like wow, James. Thanks.
0: You always sound like trash. You always sound bad, Sarah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um. But this week, this is our last episode for season one, episode 48. Um, I do want to clarify, we did say a few episodes back that we would end at episode 50, but some things came up and Sarah will be out of commission for a while. So we will be ending it at episode 48 for season one, but we will come back for season two in a few weeks, or maybe a month, depending on how Sarah feels, and then we will pick back up.
1: Yay!
0: (laughs) But today, we're going to do kind of what we normally do at the beginning, just kind of do some quick catch up and see how things are going. And then we will look at, uh, because June, this is the beginning of June, today is the second, we will talk about some Pride Month activities that you can do in a way to show your support of pride month
1: yay pride
0: (laughs) sarah how are you dealing after your procedure
1: um you know i i feel pretty okay um except that they weren't able to get anything from my right ovary because it decided to hide behind my uterus so that it's it's still very large and it is still very uncomfortable (laughs) Um I am walking around like I am carrying bowling balls in my pelvic region. So I'm just waddling around, waddle waddle.
0: So it's basically like you have undescended testicles in your pelvis.
1: Pretty much. I've I've been questioning how um how people with testicles walk with them because clearly I clearly I would not be able to do it. So
0: Well most people with testicles have had a lot of practice.
1: I mean that's also true. That's, <laughs> that's also true. Um but other than being like sore obviously, um my nausea finally lightened up a bit, which is nice. Uh which is why I have a bloody eye. Um pretty sure that a client at work thought I was an abused person. <laughs> because they did a double take when they saw my eye and then i went to hand them something and i have a giant bruise on my wrist um where i had to have an iv put in when i went to the hospital on saturday night they were like
0: blink twice if you need help
1: right i was like please don't ask me please don't ask me please don't ask me
0: (laughs) do you need me to order you a pizza
1: (laughs) right i'm just like oh my god all right i'm internally i'm going please don't ask me to explain <laughs> <laughs> but then my mom when i was telling her about it she was like well did you did you tell her that you're not being abused and that it's just health stuff and i was like no i don't want to have that conversation with a stranger
0: <laughs> just be like excuse my appearance i'm not being beaten at home i'm just having my innards taken out in a few days
1: exactly <laughs> <laughs> don't mind me i just have cancer so i look like i'm being abused but i'm not i promise
0: i'm being abused by my own body right now my that's my <laughs> own
1: fucking body you know what it's your own body though it's it's your own body betraying you so anyway
0: what happens
1: How are you? How was your week?
0: It was... So I always say the longest weeks are the ones that have a day at the beginning where you are off. Mm. Holiday weeks seem to be, for some reason, they seem to be the longest. Uh, This week, for those of you that are listening, was uh, we had Memorial Day on Monday, so I did not have to work. But it feels like I've worked for seven days, (laughs) even though it was only four. I don't I don't know what that is. Maybe it's the mentality of, oh, I had the day off, but I'm ready to get to the weekend.
1: That makes sense.
0: I don't know. But it was a busy week. We had um, had a bunch of meetings for some stuff. Um, we're looking at ESL programs and trying to figure out another way to, uh, give people access to an ESL program or, um, ways to practice English or learn English themselves where it's not, uh, so we have a program right now and it's, uh, only, we can only facilitate 12 people at a time. So those people that, those That are not included in that 12 still need a way to practice or try and learn english themselves so we had um the library come the quincy library came in on tuesday which was Mm -hmm. our first day back and they were there for a few hours i was very well they were there for an hour and a half but i was very surprised by how many people actually stopped and talked to the library i was kind of standing there to corral people as they walked by like hey did you see that the library is here would you like to talk to them about their their activities and their um, programs that they have and I didn't really necessarily have to stop that many people because people were stopping and talking to them, anyways. So right. they were curious and they got at least six people, I think, that they got their contact information and they're going to look at attending some of their sessions and maybe practicing their English with that group, too.
1: Nice. Oh, so we
0: also, I also had a meeting with um, someone from Rosetta Stone Company um, about look, we're looking at potentially um, doing a contract with them where they we purchase licenses and we facilitate training through the Rosetta Stone
1: That'd be cool.
0: I'm excited about that. I also had a meeting today with Babbel, the other language learning app, Babbel. Mm-hmm. Um, but they we have uh, like 19 languages that are in like pe- that's their first language and the language they primarily speak. Um, and they were like Yeah, we only we don't have all of the ones that you're you mentioned. So I mentioned like we have Cantonese. There's um, just general uh, Chinese. There's also Mandarin. um, What's the other one? Burmese and Vietnamese are like the highest ones. And then also Portuguese are like the highest. It's the biggest quantity of people or the biggest. What's the word I'm looking for, Sarah?
1: Um, The biggest language speakers.
0: Population of language speakers. Those are the biggest ones biggest percentage so and they were like we don't the only one out of that we offer is spanish and some portuguese like i don't know that they even have that many portuguese so she was like
1: they wouldn't offer like any form of chinese considering that that's what i said too (laughs) yeah globally chinese is the most spoken language in the world
0: that's what i thought too and i think it's maybe not so much it's the platform they don't have it translated in chinese
1: Mm, okay
0: for people to interact with it in Chinese and then learn English, is I think what the thing was. Um, but she was basically the woman that I talked to, she was really nice, but she was like, I don't want to take up too much of your time. And uh, as, cause I know everybody's time is precious. So I'm just going to let you know in advance a lot of those languages that you listed, we don't offer them in our platform yet. Um, but I will, she was like, I'll keep your contact information and we will reach out and I will let you know if we ever, whenever we, start offering those because they are working on them so like okay well then i will just continue the conversation and i'm putting together a presentation to kind of show um the intent to my uh director about how we're going to plan on using the platform and um the expectation that we'll have on those that do actually use it uh that way we can get approval to purchase the licenses but we won't do anything until probably the, later in the third quarter. So not that big of a rush. Um, and my my manager goes on vacation next week. She's going to Jamaica. Nice. So I have all... I mean, I already, I already started putting the, the presentation together. And what's really cool is I'm probably going to write my paper, my last paper for my class, on what, like, planning this... Um, proposal to my man my director. So that'll be fun too. Yeah. I'll be doing that thing where I'm killing two birds with one stone and taking care of something for work and finishing up my stuff for school.
1: There you go. Speaking of school, I just registered for fall classes. Ooh,
0: that's exciting. What classes did you register for?
1: Um art history. Um humanities. What else did I sign up for? Texas history. I don't remember where the other one was. Um but I, I ended up signing up for four classes, though potentially I will drop one of those before class actually starts this fall. But
0: Texas history. Yeah, I would, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I understand you probably have to take it through their school. Um, I since it's...
1: absolutely have to take Texas government. I don't necessarily have to take Texas history, but it was it was on my list and it was the only one on the list that was having online classes this coming semester so because i could have taken u.s history part two um i wanted to take african-american history but they're not offering it for any online classes and i'm obviously still not well enough to be going to the school well you might by fall maybe but i'm just thinking like between work and everything else online classes are my best bet
0: yeah, no. I so prefer I online classes, but that's just because I don't like to socialize with people.
1: I also don't like to socialize with people as much anymore.
0: No, speaking of pride, um, well, that, that has nothing to do with what we were just talking about, I know, but more socializing with people—that's what triggered it in my mind.
1: <laughs> that's fair. That's reasonable. Um,
0: at work, we—I was—I was working with the uh, DE and I lead which diversity, equity, and inclusion, for those of you that don't know what I means, I means. Um, <clears throat> but I was working with him last year at closer to the end of the year uh, trying to get. So our company has employee resource groups. And I may have talked about them before, um, but they're really fun groups and they're really good ways to network and like meet other people in the company mm-hmm. um, and build like build your network outside of your daily like working activities but i was working with him closer to the end of the year last year trying to get our lgbtqia plus um employee resource group or erg is what we call them um i think what most companies that have them refer to them as um but the lgbtqia plus and allies um erg it's called pride which it used to be called um I don't remember pace people accepting chain and challenging i can't remember what the acronym was for um but they changed to pride a couple of years ago and i was trying to get a pride erg started in our our facility in quincy and like we emailed the global lead and then we emailed like the global um the global distribution list for the erg and like we got nothing which it was kind of odd and it is still kind of odd that it never, nothing happened. Um, but we just this week had our VP of supply chain come and visit the facility, which was fun. He was really nice. Um, and he had a lot of great, great feedback for us. So that was a lot of great information. Um, but anyways, we, he, he was surprised that we didn't have a pride chapter in our facility and ask about it. And, um, the HR person who works at our facility I was like, yeah, we will gladly get it, but we would like to have it where it's an employee led event. And Karen, my my manager, was like, well, James actually was working on that, um, but it didn't go anywhere like no one. No one ever got back to him. So that'll be fun. She was like, do you want to. So. Our HR person reached out to me and she was like, do you want to, do you still, are you still interested in doing it and leading it? I was like, yeah, absolutely. She was like, I think it would be great if we could get it started in June. And that way it's like, I was like, I, I mean, I'm totally for that. I don't know how realistic it is because it's June 2nd and you typically, whenever you start a starty chapter, you have to plan for it for the next year, <laughs> which is why I was trying to plan for it last year in like August. Um, but she was like, I think because it's kind of someone on their side dropped the ball, um, they should pony up and just work with you and start it this year. So we'll see how that goes. <clears throat> But it would be pretty cool to if we do get it started to start it in Pride Month um, or at least be able to kind of say, oh, it's Pride Month we're going to be starting this before the end of the year right? as a, as a way to kind of connect with LGBTQIA plus groups uh, and members and then um, allies as well. So that'll be fun. I'll be excited. Uh, just add another thing to my plate because <laughs> I don't have enough.
1: I was going to say, you don't, you don't have enough though.
0: Oh. I mean, I think the good thing is with my school, I'll be done in October. But I'm still kind of toying with the idea of working on something else after. Right. And getting something else. I don't know though. Cause they have and I don't I don't know why I didn't see it, or maybe they didn't they weren't offering it whenever I signed up for these classes. But they have a master's program for um corporate training. Oh. I'm like, I mean, that makes sense more sense for me than what I'm doing. I mean, what I'm doing makes sense. It's perfectly fine because I mean I already technically do it. But a a master's degree in I think it's communication and corporate training or something like that Um, but I might look into doing that after I finish this master's degree but I don't know I might just stop for a little while because it's a lot
1: it is a lot
0: I have a lot going on anyway with work and work and this and (laughs) <laughs> the podcast. I would love to start actually focusing more on the podcast and try and actually like work on getting getting guests to join us and doing interviews and stuff like that. But right, become more social media active. But well, I mean, you know, it's hard when you actually hate social media to be active on social media.
1: That's that's fair. Because
0: like whenever I look at my personal social media, that's not our podcast. There's I I think the last time I posted something was like a month or so ago. No, actually it was probably last week. Whenever well two weeks ago, whenever we went to that bakery. Mm-hmm. But I never I don't. That's all I post. Like I post food or pictures or videos of Bobo. Yeah. <laughs> or pictures of the sites where we go in Tennessee. Um, but I don't know. I really, maybe I need to take a class in social media, communication and social media. Maybe. That would be fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. It'd be, it'd be lots of fun. You- what are you,
0: what are you, what is your feeling of social media? How do you think about it?
1: Ugh. <sighs> I have a love-hate relationship with social media. Because, like, on the one hand, I enjoy, like, reading other people's posts on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. But then on the other hand, there's just so many stupid people. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just like, I don't want to deal with these people.
0: I, so I still have Facebook on my phone. I downloaded it to sell that um, other MacBook that I had. And I just haven't deleted it. But I don't find myself going to it because i remember when i first had it on my phone Mm -hmm. that i was like that was my thing i would go to facebook all the time and that's where i spent most of the most of my social media time now it's kind of transitioned to it's instagram and tiktok like that's my main main used social media apps on my phone and it's it's funny (laughs) whenever i'm using uh social media and um and I'm watching TikTok, I have to have the sound on when I'm watching TikToks. But when I'm watching Reels on Instagram, Instagram. I don't have the sound on most of the
1: time. Same. I'm like, if it's a TikTok, I have to have the sound on. But if it's an Instagram Reel, I'm okay with it without it. I wonder
0: why that is. That's so, it's weird.
1: It's really weird. But I do the same thing. Um, I also do the same thing when I'm scrolling on Facebook because Facebook has different like videos that you can yeah. watch um and i watch most of those without sound as well
0: and i didn't know this but apparently now anytime you post something on instagram it also posts on facebook
1: it can yeah
0: it can't i think it's it switched on on my phone for some reason and i didn't know about it and ryan met, told me the other day he was like oh no i've seen you post things and i was like I don't post anything on Facebook, but it's because it posted on my Instagram.
1: Yeah, my Instagram, my personal Instagram is not connected to my Facebook at all. Hmm. So
0: I think it happened. There was like a few like last year or sometime it asked on um, I think either Instagram, the, like the direct messaging portion, or it was Messenger. It asked something about connecting it where you can get all your messages in one place. And I yeah. said, that's where I think I said yes. So it connected mm-hmm. it. But I still don't get my Instagram messages on my um, Messenger. Messenger. And I don't get my Messenger messages on Instagram. So I don't know. I, I said yes, but apparently it didn't take. I don't really know.
1: I think, personally, I think social media has kind of gotten out of hand. Like, there's so much going on. And then, like, each platform tries to be like the other one. Yeah. So they add all this superfluous stuff. And I'm just like, bro. (laughs) Well,
0: I think it's because they take a look. Like, they see who's using what the most. So, like, Instagram looked and saw TikTok was, like, the most used platform. So they need to, like. Get in on the get in on the like short form content that is created by Insta- or TikTok, which now TikTok has you can make up to ten minute videos, which is like that's not that's not what TikTok is for. Right. <laughs> I want short form content, no more than three minutes. <laughs> if it's longer than ten minutes, more than a minute or so, I'm gonna swipe up and move on to the next video, unless it's something that's like very very interesting.
1: Yeah, stuff that's really really interesting to me, I'll stick around, but like I don't want to be. I don't want to be there for 10, 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. 10, 10 minutes is just too long for some reason.
1: If I want to watch something that's 10 minutes long or longer, I'm going to YouTube.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Like I'm not going to be on TikTok. I'm going to YouTube.
0: And I, I would watch it on my TV, not my phone. Exactly. Or my laptop, not my phone. Yeah. So Instagram, TikTok, make, take note, listen to us. What's not clicking? What's not clicking? <laughs>
1: I don't, I'm drinking I don't know if coffee at us, but, I, but I appreciate you. Did you say you're <laughs> drinking coffee at six o'clock? I
0: am, but I'm one of those people that caffeine doesn't really affect me that in that way.
1: Right. Caffeine didn't used to affect me in that way, but then after long COVID, everything got kind of fucked.
0: Yeah. Did you watch the video um, of Kitchen and Jorn of her talking about long, her long COVID, Kristen? BuzzFeed.
1: Oh no, I didn't watch it. But I remember I was talking about it and I was going to go watch it and then forgot. Yeah. I had kind of a weird week.
0: <laughs> Her partner um, just recently, well, I think it was last year, transitioned. Brie. Love that. Very, very interesting. It's been interesting watching that journey. Yeah, for, I bet. For it. them as a couple and then for Brie as an individual. Right. And becoming more active on their... um youtube videos as well
1: um it's funny that you mentioned transitioning because my mom recently learned that i use they them pronouns i did not intentionally tell her that
0: so then she doesn't listen to our podcast
1: (laughs) she does not listen to the podcast uh primarily because i told her not to (laughs) um but no i had sent her a picture of myself with and I, I sent it to our group chat as well um of you know me smiling with my hair done like you know special way i have a little name tag on that says sarah and then underneath it says they them i forgot all about that little name tag when i sent it to my mother i just thought she'd appreciate a cute picture of me um and she was just like i didn't know that you used they them pronouns how long have you been doing that And i'm like <laughs> uh a while i just don't talk about it much and she was like Oh, okay. My so, like,
0: pronouns are that bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, I mean, good on my mom. Like, she didn't, she didn't do anything crazy or say anything weird. But I was, I was like, oh, this is awkward because I didn't actually mean for this to happen. Oops. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, no, I think my mother would be scandalized if she listened to our podcast.
0: I mean, some of the episodes maybe, but most of them are pretty tame. It's
1: true. That's true
0: most of them are we're talking about information that is important also true like we're not talking about the 25 best ways to give a blowjob or anything nothing scandalous
1: i mean we could we could
0: (laughs) and i i'm looking forward to when we start up our next season doing the movie reviews and potential book reviews
1: i am also looking forward to that
0: i think that'll be a lot of fun and that'll be a way to kind of add some continuity to our um to our podcast.
1: To our randomness. Yeah,
0: yeah. Cause I mean it is a lot of random stuff. It's kind of themed where every month we have a sort of theme that we talk about. But we mainly yeah. we mainly kind of just gab and discuss things.
1: Yeah, which I think I think that's a lot of fun to be honest. Yeah. Apparently my my weather thing on my computer just popped up saying it's sub- supposed to start raining oh tomorrow why are you telling me about it right now then why are you making it sound like i have to do something about this now
0: (laughs) it was supposed to start raining here storming like thunderstorm here at like three o'clock but then it's been moved and been moved and been moved and now it's like when i went outside just then with bobo it looked like it could start raining but it's looked like that since like four o'clock Fair. i wish it would rain because it's been like 86 today and it's like the humid hot so it's gross
1: yeah, gross, I hate when that happens. Well. Um, I, did wanna, I did wanna share uh, something that I found hilarious um, that I was telling James about yesterday. I had placed um, a grocery order for like some items to be delivered to my place. And one of the things I had ordered was potato salad because I really, really wanted potato salad. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna order potato salad. Get me a little container of potato salad, a little container of chicken salad, you know. Have a good day. And so my order arrives and I'm unpacking my bags and I see the potato salad. <laughs> and it is three pounds of potato salad. Not a little container of potato salad like I want but three pounds.
0: Is it at least good potato salad? Have you tried it yet?
1: It's good potato salad. It's, okay. mu- it's mustard potato salad, which is my preferred.
0: Yeah. Um, Did you do what um, Sam had suggested and eat it with? cottage cheese
1: no but only because i don't have any cottage cheese
0: i feel like that's a very caucasian thing to do
1: mixing potato salad with cottage cheese yeah yeah, probably (laughs) i feel like mixing potato salad with any kind of cheese is kind of a caucasian thing to do but it might be good with cheddar cheese it might be good with cheddar cheese i don't know i mean i have some sprinkle cheese that i could put on but i don't have any like cottage cheese or anything like that but i could use my my mexican blend cheese i mean hey you are in texas i am in texas it's just it's just funny to me that because you would think that i would have noticed a price difference when i was ordering said potato salad because you know wouldn't a bigger tub of potato salad be more expensive
0: yeah unless they're trying to get rid of it
1: I guess. I don't know. So everybody's just like, how are you How are you going to eat all this potato salad when you've been super nauseous and throwing up for like a week? And I'm like, I don't know.
0: There are recipes that are cottage cheese potato salad. Okay. I've never even heard of that.
1: I hadn't either until Sam mentioned it. So
0: There's also this thing on um, slimmingviolet.com that says, how to jazz up store-bought potato salad. Introducing a bit of crunch can elevate the texture of a store-bought potato salad to new heights. Try mixing in try mixing in finely chopped red onions celery or bell peppers to give it a satisfying crunch red onions and celery are especially popular choices as they provide a delicious contrast to the softer potatoes <laughs> I
1: was gonna say I, my potato salad is made at HEB so it already comes with all the good stuff in it I literally don't have to spice it up <laughs> H E B does it for me because
0: what is H E B
1: so H E B is the grocery store here in Texas. Um, it's Texas owned and operated. It got started here in Texas. Um, and like I don't know, it's it's my favorite grocery store. Mm. My favorite grocery store used to be Kroger's, but then I moved away from Kroger's and now I have HEB and I will never go back.
0: My favorite grocery store was Oliver's in San Santa Rosa. It was amazing. And we kind of, we found a similar one here. It's called Dave's Marketplace. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Uh, you went there with us yeah. when we were, when you were here. Uh, the only thing with it is there, it's sometimes hard to find some things there. So if we wanted something specific, like we would have to go to Target or Target or somewhere like that.
1: <laughs> right like there are some things that heb doesn't have i'm sure but generally speaking the prices are pretty low um for most items and the quality of the heb brand products is almost superior to the name brand products just because like everything's from texas like it's it's grown here it's you know produced yeah. here like, That's th-
0: That's the cool thing about that Dave's place. It's all local stuff, too.
1: Yeah. So, like, I just, I'm just a big fan of HEB. I think they're great.
0: (laughs) Well, do you want to pop over and start talking about the ways to celebrate Pride? Yeah. So, the first list we're going to look at is, um, it's from Inside Thomas Reuters. Reuters? Reuters? I think it's Reuters. I think it's Reuters. Uh, And it's a, um, it's an article titled 10 Ways to Celebrate Pride Month. And then the first one on the list is attend a pride parade or event from Singapore to Toronto and everywhere in between. There are many popular festivals and parades to attend throughout the month of uh, the months of June and July. Uh, and then there is a link to www.gaypridecalendar.com world that gives you a useful uh, guide for events happening around cities near you.
1: Nice. Um, number two is be an ally. When someone in your life tells you that they are LGBTQIA, it can be difficult to know how to respond. Your initial reaction may be one of surprise, excitement, confusion, discomfort, or none of the above. Be honest in your response, but you should also recognize the importance of your response and the impact it may have.
0: Ooh, I like this next one. But, uh, l- l- going back to that one that yeah that's a great option to make sure if anyone ever comes out and tells you that they are a part of the lgbtqia plus community make sure you respond with positive intent and be honest and kind to that person because they have a lot going on
1: and And, also oh sorry go ahead
0: oh i was gonna say and um don't give the excuse while you just told me give me some time to adjust it's like no
1: no Yeah, don't <laughs> do that.
0: That's not, not a good answer.
1: That's not a good answer. Um, the other thing I was going to say is also please note that being an ally does not mean that you are the A. Yeah, A, a does not stand for ally. A stands for asexuals, um, aromantics, so on and so forth. Uh, it does not stand for ally. <laughs> please do not put yourself into the acronym because yeah. like, that takes away from you actually being an ally it just means you're taking up space that should that you shouldn't be in
0: exactly Uh, and then the third item on this list is organize a t-shirt design contest encourage your employer to get involved by holding a t-shirt design contest the winner of the contest will have their design printed on shirts and handed out to employees throughout the month that's exciting and that's kind of fun
1: that would be exciting
0: I think I might actually steal that and do something like that for our, uh, see if we can do something like that for our, um, the ERG that I am actually already a member of um, and do like something to raise money for an LGBTQIA group uh, in Boston or the Quincy area. And maybe not a contest, but like have like paint and stuff and people can come and paint a t-shirt or something like that.
1: Yeah. That would be fun. I think that'd be great. Um, number four is volunteer or donate. Um, give back to the community through a volunteer initiative, such as supporting a local LGBTQIA plus youth or community center, or raising money for a charity foundation, such as the Human Rights Campaign Foundation. Um, and you can also find a great charity using Charity Navigator, um, which if you click on that link, I'm bringing it up right now it takes you to charitynavigator.org and you can search by charity or cause so it gives you a lot of different options to search and it also gives you a list of the best charities and one of the number one charities um, one of the number one links that they have is for pride month with um, 12 charities that you can select from that's
0: cool and all of the links that we're talking about will be included in the description of this week's podcast Uh, The next one is become an advocate. If your company doesn't already have a pride employee network, (laughs) then start one. The Thompson Rotor Pride at Work employee network was created to create a safe and inclusive workplace while remaining aligned with our business objectives. Those of our customers and external partners and the wider LGBTQIA plus community. Uh, local chapters of our Pride at Work network are run by employees all over the world. So that's cool that this company has one. And it, like I said, it's cool that my company has one too. It makes you feel the people that are like in that, in the LGBTQIA plus community, Um, It makes them feel a little bit safer or more welcomed at their place of work when they have something like that and they see that uh, connection and recognition.
1: Yes. Um, The next one is educate yourself. Do you know why we celebrate LGBTQIA plus pride month in June? Spend some time learning about the history of pride, a movement precipitated by the Stonewall riots in 1969 in New York. Um, That is one of the one of the things that I actually was talking about earlier today with one of my colleagues workers is that a lot of people are like well why isn't there straight pride and blah 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 and it's just like because you didn't have to fight for the right to be recognized as a human being
0: and you don't still have many legal issues going on right now and
1: exactly bills like,
0: being bills being presented at your legislature to delete your existence
1: yeah literally trying to unalive the community Um, So you don't deserve a straight pride month because you're already protected for being straight. (laughs) That's the default. And so I know that I've mentioned previously about like systemic stuff um, where the system in place is supporting the like straight people or white people like those systems are in place to protect the people in power it has nothing to do with protecting any of us ergo y'all don't need a straight pride
0: Um, and Then the next one on this list is support LGBTQIA plus art and culture. The LGBTQIA plus art community is vibrant, influential, and persuasive. That's a really hard no. Pervasive. Per- pervasive. Wow. <laughs> I I thought it looked weird when I said it. Um, influential and pervasive. Go to see. Go go see an LGBTQIA plus themed show or movie. Uh, visit an lgbtqia plus art gallery or buy an album from an lgbtqia plus artist and when they say buy an album or visit lgbtqia art um it's best to do to support a like a local artist yeah um or like an indie artist that's small and not not necessarily one that is backed by like a big um a big recording company or a big art Art company.
1: Yeah. You want to so, support the little guys.
0: Yeah. So do do some research and find someone you like in your local community or a small, like, Maybe someone on Etsy or something small like that. Um yeah. it's not not a corporate corporate backed.
1: Exactly. Um, the next one is consider your company's LGBTQIA plus inclusivity. Does your company have a culture and resources that promote LGBTQIA plus inclusivity? Is there something you can do to make your coworkers in the community feel more comfortable in your office? Is there a benefit that excludes LGBTQIA plus employees? Start a dialogue and make resources available to try to create a workplace where. Employees in the community will feel valued and accepted. They they put a lot of they they repeat LGBTQIA plus a lot a lot yeah, in yeah. these sentences. So if if you hear me picking other words to describe us, that's why.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. And then the last two are kind of specific to this company so I don't think we necessarily need to highlight them uh, uh, but if okay. you are interested in looking at them feel free to go to this website in the description um, it's for the Thomas Reuter Rudders um, foundation um, but then the other one we had and I think I sent it to you the from, for eight from ADP
1: yes. Which is funny because ADP who does my um, paychecks.
0: Yeah, they used to do our uh, paychecks too. (laughs) Then we switched. I don't remember. I don't know. I think it's the uh, SAP or something now that does it. But yeah, they used to be. What does ADP stand for?
1: I don't know. Let's see.
0: About ADP. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. Oh.
1: Who knows? (laughs) automatic
0: automatic data processing (laughs)
1: okay
0: there you go anyways back to this list so it's um from adp it's on their website and it looks like it's a uh uh, it's called spark um maybe like a blog or something that they have on their website and it is a an article by brett daniel called how to celebrate lgbtqia or lgbtq plus pride month at work six ways so this is mainly at work celebrations um and a lot of it it looks like it's kind of the same as the stuff that we just talked about mm-hmm. so the first one is host a pride month parade um i don't really know how much how how you can host a parade or maybe maybe look for get like get started in advance and look for like a local parade and maybe your company can sponsor a, a pride a float, float or, or something. yeah,
1: yeah. Cool. Um, I like number two a lot because it asks, it says to ask LGBTQ plus people how to be supportive.
0: Yeah, that's like most of the, like the trend is like be open, like start up a dialogue with someone of that group and say, what do you see in the company that can be improved and make you make the LGBTQ plus QIA plus community um, feel more welcomed or more, more included at work that's, I mean, even the next one on the list is host a, a plus panel. So, uh, discuss what, what it means and what, what plus means. Um, and then like the different acronym or the different letters in the LGBTQ plus acronym. <clears throat> Such as,
1: you know, people who identify as asexual or non-binary, yeah. um, or pansexual. Like, I mean, I, I, consider myself genderqueer, which would be part, like, part Q and part plus.
0: Yeah, and then there's another one on here that's, um, offer inclusive language learning opportunities and I know whenever I read through some of the trainings at work, I'm like, and they haven't been updated for a really long time, I'm like, there's, it's it just says he in here, it doesn't say, like, he or she, or it doesn't say anything, like, anything, like, anything neutral, it's specifically, like, it's gendered for no reason at all. Yeah. And it makes me want to like update it and be like the employee or the learner or like something right. that's like non like non gendering or... yeah,
1: because that's from a time frame where men were doing pretty much everything. So women yeah. were included. Um so,
0: so bring that awareness into your group or into your company and like looking at those types of things where it is maybe an outdated uh document or training that needs to be updated.
1: Um and then there's another one in here that says host an allyship panel. Um, basically, you know, gather a panel of allies to discuss practical ways to support the LGBTQ plus community in, at work. Um, the panelists could discuss examples of allyship in action, yeah. um, effective ways to express allyship and the importance of allyship generally. So oh, um, would you- I I mean go ahead i I think i think that's a that's a good idea if you want to be part of something you want to consider yourself an ally be a part of something like that
0: yeah i do think that's a good thing but i think that it's best to also make sure you include if you're hosting a panel or something like that make sure you're including someone from the group and that goes for like any time you host a panel so if it's like yeah like during black history month don't don't only have a panel full of Caucasian White people. people. <laughs> yeah. Mayo like, people, like, please. Know please. your audience. Come on. Know the audience. <laughs> and in- include people from the actual group that you're discussing. Because I insane, I know. They're probably the most aware of what's going on right? in that group. And the they're, most knowledgeable.
1: They're the ones who know what's happening in their own community. <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> Yeah. listen to them when they talk
0: um and then we have another we have another one that's um 30 ideas to thoughtfully celebrate pride from what is this group good good good. Co. don't really know what that is uh but it's very strangely written like it's not highlighted as here's one through whatever uh, but i was just scrolling through it and um i saw some 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 of the ones that are like interesting to me so it's there's read books by lgbtq plus writers uh watch documentaries uh read about the pre-stonewall lgbtq plus history uh, take action uh, donate those, ty- those types of things where you're volunteering and donating money or your time so like not everyone can donate money i every i understand that sarah understands that yep. um donating time is sometimes just as valuable if not more valuable than money because sometimes it's really especially if you're working with a small organization that's not for nonprofit, maybe they just need some hands that you can donate some time to like write letters or uh, help fold um pamphlets or something like that
1: exactly like help um mail out you know newsletters things like that help come up with a newsletter even yeah. like There's a lot of, especially if you live, um, close to a major city, you're going to find that there's a lot more opportunities to be able to donate your time. Yeah. Um, and then even then, if you're from a smaller community help create that, like where we grew up, um, in Spencer, it, like, I remember the first year that we had pride, it was a big deal.
0: Yeah. I remember the first, first year they had the, the, Original or the very first Pride uh, festival in Spencer, and I—I I don't know that I went to it the first year, but I went to it eventually, and yeah. I was worried that it—I wouldn't feel safe. Right. But like it—it's very. I was surprised at how, for the the tiny little uh town that it is, and the people that I know from that town, mm-hmm. how s- accepting and like actually supported you did feel while you were there.
1: Right. This is like, especially in small communities, if there's, if there's no, if there's no organization in your small community, start it up. Yeah. Like small communities need it just as bad.
0: Or reach out to one of the surrounding communities and see what they can do to help your small community. Cause maybe, maybe it's just they, they need to pass out some pamphlets or pass out some, some information about what they're doing in the community that's next to you. That's a little bit larger that, that people that are in the LGBTQ plus community don't know about. and. Giving them that information can kind of maybe even save their life. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing in here, it's learn about and avoid rainbow washing, which I think we can kind of see with a lot of the companies that are out there. They one one that's kind of big right now that is really in the news is target yep. where where they have their rainbow washing where they have their big pride campaign but then anytime they feel any
1: any kind of backlash
0: any kind of backlash or any kind of um negative press about it they kind of pull it back um and for those of you that don't know what's going on with pride or with the pride campaign and the pride Um, items at Target. There were a bunch of places where uh, conservative people were attacking and threatening the lives of their employees. So a lot of the pride, um, merchandise and pride displays either have been moved to the back of the store or completely removed from some of the target, um, target locations altogether because they're there. And I understand from a business and employee safety standpoint that their employees are being, being harassed and they're being, um, threatened. So they need to take their, the employee's safety and like in hand, but Think about those LGBTQ plus employees that are seeing the stuff being relegated to the back of the store or oh, being taken out of the store altogether. So yeah. how do you think that employee feels when all somebody has to say is, oh, I don't I don't agree with this. I don't think it's right. You shouldn't have this here. And it's like, come on, people. It's just it's just a fucking flag. It's just a, a rainbow. Get over it.
1: Yeah, it's like I don't I- here's the thing is that when the pandemic was first going on there were people who were attacking employees for wearing masks yeah but those companies still required their employees to wear masks they just beefed up the security to protect their employees same concept you don't you don't back down from something that is right just because you get a little pushback like you you step up and you stand firm in the decisions that you're making yeah so and
0: i I'm, I mean, I don't, I'm kind of not a huge fan of having tacky things put on my put on my clothing and i won't i don't usually wear a t-shirt or anything like that in public so i won't buy anything like that but if it's like maybe like a really nice painting or something like that that or artwork or something that has a rainbow flag or it's an lgbtqia plus community person um i might buy that but i don't i don't want your shitty five dollar t-shirt that you upsell for 26 dollars with a rainbow flag on it
1: homophobic that's what that is
0: Uh, it's like our so my thing with that is if the sales are not promoting and giving back to the community and part of the profit of that sale those sales don't go to an lgbtqia plus community um or rights um activist program or something like that uh then you're just doing it to make money it's Like, unless you're actually backing up your action with giving back to that community, then it's really not worth it. And I think you should, it's kind of, it's like an empty, an empty gesture.
1: You're just commodifying somebody else's trauma at that point.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, unless you are using that and giving it back, then don't do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: But then there is the side where it's like, if they don't do it, then it's just... another you're missing out or it's not being highlighted so i don't know i don't know it's kind of a double-edged sword
1: yeah but i think it's so funny because i um i was saying something today something inconvenienced me at work and i said it was homophobic
0: did you set it on fire
1: (laughs) no but i did look at it and tell it that it was homophobic (laughs) (laughs) i'm like this is homophobia (laughs)
0: Ryan was having a very bad day today too I don't know what it was but we so we went to lunch and um he wanted to go to Chipotle so we went to we went to the chipotle that's not too far from us mm-hmm. and I don't know if they just didn't have enough people on staff or what but like there were just people standing around there was one person in the back actually doing something and it was noon so it's like that's the lunch time for most people yeah so we ended up not going there so he was mad because he really wanted chipotle so he didn't get chipotle and then we went to uh Smash burger which was not too far from it was like literally in the same strip mall as the chipotle and he went to go get coke and there was something wrong with the coke and that's like he wanted a coke and he was like i just these are just signs that i should just call in today and not go to work i'm like then do it i, I don't really know what to tell you right if you're gonna let these things ruin your day just do it don't go to work stay home we can watch movies or whatever
1: yeah stay home and enjoy yourself get some rest it's the second day of pride
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i mean he he didn't he did go to work so i don't know but it was just like he was getting frustrated because he wanted food that he didn't get the food that he wanted and then the, the coke was messed up and
1: yeah just one of those days that's how it felt for me too because i had to run all over the place trying to get this x-ray done for my surgery pain in the rear
0: yeah i have i scheduled a an appointment tomorrow to do my blood work
1: hey there you go
0: i didn't know that they did appointments so i and i looked because well, i didn't look until today um but i did look and i booked my appointment it's at 9 40 which sucks but it's just down the road so it's not that big of a deal and the thing is they um they're only open until like 11 and the latest <laughs> the latest one that they had open was 9:40 oops so that was not fun
1: i think what i really like about this article that we were talking about is specifically i like the fact that it says um if you're an ally don't make it all about you
0: <laughs> yeah
1: you know, specifically saying also the A in LGBTQIA is for a sexual, a gender or a romantic, not ally. I appreciate that I put it in there. Um, the other thing that I appreciate, too, is that um, it talks about like what to do after Pride Month is over. Yeah. Like make a plan to show up for people in the community after june like because we still need access to healthcare. you know we still need to fight these laws that are going into effect we still need help july through may like it's not like okay it's june and we get to like have all this fun and just do nothing else for the rest of the year. So... Which actually makes me think of a question that I I'd like to ask you, which is, what is your opinion on um, straight people being, like, taking up space, I guess I should say, in, like, queer spaces? Like, going there for, like, fun or whatever? Um... hmm.
0: So, like, when you say that, I'm my interpretation of that is like if um uh, okay my interpretation of that question is like asking how do i feel about like bachelorette parties at a um like a drag show or like a, a queer or a gay um a gay bar that's that what you're asking
1: kind of I mean, when I I think a perfect example of this would be like when straight people go to the gay bars because it's, quote unquote, more fun. But they're they're They kind of treat it like a tourist stop kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, it depends on how they treat it. If they're treating it like uh, they're going to watch a spectacle and it's like, oh, look at the freak. Then, yeah, that's kind of it's are they being respectful and just having fun or are they like you are saying kind of treating it as like a ooh, let's go look at the zoo and see the see the gay people in the in their in their habitat right i'm also not a type the type of person to go to like gay bars and stuff like that because i don't like people one
1: <laughs> fair I don't reasonable like,
0: i don't like people but i also i'm not a huge crowd person and i don't drink so it's like Like there's nothing for me to do at a gay bar and I don't dance, I'm not a dancer. I like music, but most of the time the music is too loud or annoying. I'm like an old person. (laughs)
1: i mean we we are in our mid-30s so i'm
0: I'm moving towards the geriatric gay i don't do anything
1: we we're elder millennials leave us alone (laughs)
0: um but in that instance it's like if unless they're as long as they're being respectful and enjoying it but not taking away from the actual community it's fine when they start taking away from the actual community community and like most like bridal showers or bachelorette parties don't get sloppy drunk and make it about you it's not about you right. like yeah it's your bachelorette party that's cool do something on your own don't go to a a drag show and get on the get on the, the runway stage or the runway with the drag show and not Be expected to get thrown out of the the party or the the bar.
1: Right. I think as I've gotten older, I didn't used to feel this way. But as I've gotten older, I just I really I really want spaces that are just for queer people. Yeah. Like I just. Well, I I think
0: I think my take on it is we're meant we're supposed to be our community is supposed to be the accepting community. Right. And if you start um, restricting access to people that aren't, that are allies or that are not LGBTQIA plus, then you're kind of erring on the same side as if it was like a if it was like a, a, a bar that said no to gay people. Like no, no gay people allowed.
1: I just I guess I just feel like there was so much of that already. And like we've had to fight and shed blood and tears and sweat like for these spaces to be here and not be constantly like, braided by like police or things like that. That I feel like true allies is not going to be upset at there being just a queer only space yeah and just but like I, think- I mean i feel the same way for you know other minority groups i feel like black people should have a space that's just theirs where they don't have to cater to white people they don't have to you know do anything like that yeah. they don't have to pretend to be comfortable
0: i think the only thing that i would say in kind of a how do, I, how do I want to put it like a uh, avoid the hazard is are you really going to ask someone to like do you identify as LGBTQIA plus to get into like right like how do you know how do you know that someone isn't. Yeah. At, and then like what do you what do you do at that point because it's, right. it's kind of like the same thing it's like you can't don't restrict someone because you can't it's kind of like the same thing that I don't want to I'm trying not to be not to be. It's insensitive but it's kind of like the same thing as a uh, transgender person going into the bathroom of their how they identify right you would be kind of asking them well show me that you're you're actually a member of the LGBTqi plus um but it that's getting into a lot. <laughs> I'm getting into a lot. It's not this. I know it's not the same and I'm not saying right. it is, but that's kind of an analogy that I would put in. You're saying this is the, it's only open to this community. But how do you there's no way to regulate actually like who's part of the community.
1: Right. It Yeah. And I and I understand that. I just I don't know. There are some days where I just really don't want to deal with straight people. And it would just be nice to just have a space that is straight person free. Yeah. I mean, and
0: that's where you would, like, maybe go to a, like, an LGBTQIA plus community center that, like, it's mainly, mainly people that are members of the community. Yeah. Instead of a bar, because a bar really, I mean, anyone can go into a bar. Right, right. But mostly only members of that community would be at a community center that is specifically for that group.
1: True, true.
0: So there are places that you can go that aren't bars, (laughs) I guess I would say. Yes. Um, I have a question. I have an answer. um, Was on help. I sexted my boss this week. It was one of their one of their listeners wrote in and I was interested um, because I know how I would react, but I would be interested to see how you would. So it was about um, they have like they work in a small a small group or a small company of like 12 people or 11 people. And every every week or so they their boss treats them to lunch and everybody gets excited about and they go like crazy like like bts fan crazy for <laughs> for um so cho- uh, not chipotle for chick-fil-a and he was asking how they would approach letting them know that they don't they don't support eating from that company from that because of how they don't they donate to anti-lgbtqia plus um organizations and organizations legislation. yeah so how would how would you setting aside the fact that you usually equate chick-fil-a with dead people (laughs) with funerals how would what would you do in that in that situation where um the company is paying for the lunch and everybody is excited about it but you know that it's coming from that company that donates to those organizations that are anti-lgbtqia plus
1: so this actually happened um when i was working um for the pharmacy like they would get chick-fil-a and actually one of my one of my bosses gave me a gift card for chick-fil-a for Christmas um the way that I handle it is that I either just don't in- partake in it yeah. which is pretty easy to do because it as as James mentioned I I think of Chick-fil-A's funeral food um which I think we've talked about on here before yeah we have um so I'm I'm almost never in the mood for it anyway but also in in the instance of like the gift card it was it was a nice gesture of my boss to give that to me um but I knew I wasn't going to use it so I gave it to somebody that I knew would yeah so it's kind of like I'm not giving them any of my money, so as long as I'm not giving them my money, I don't I don't feel like it's a big deal. Yeah.
0: And se. that's that's kind of my answer. And I I'm just now remembering it wasn't from the help by sex to my boss. It was um very Delta Delta Works podcast. Mm. Um I just remember that cuz then she went into she, Delta went into discussing um well, I would see like maybe someone would come up and say that well, you buy and support like coca-cola but they sell coca-cola products at chipotle or chick-fil-a so technically that company is working with a company that is donating to anti-lgbtqia plus community organizations
1: if you you think about it and i think i mentioned this in our last podcast there's no ethical consumption under capitalism yeah especially corporate capitalism which is what we have here where corporations have their fingers literally in everything which is why it's so difficult to, like, boycott certain products. So, like, boycotting Nestle is, that takes away so much because they do things besides chocolate. Like, they're, they do this, they do that. Like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I personally, I'm just, like, I'm not, I'm not giving them my money. Yeah. And that's that's good enough for me i don't hold everybody else to the same standards because i know that there are some people in the community who consider it a reclamation to buy chick-fil-a just being like haha fuck you you know i'm buying your food anyway um but i don't i don't see it that way i don't like doing that so
0: yeah and then i i think i would do the same thing where i would say i'm going to abstain um i don't really like that company i don't like their food i don't i don't like chick Fil A, anyways but so i think their food is subpar at best right um so i would say i'm going to abstain partially because i'm not a huge fan of their food but also their their values do not align with mine right so i don't see the need to give any money or have someone spend their money on me at that company right and then if the discussion comes up and they ask well what do you mean can you elaborate on that that's when i would go into well they donate a lot of money to anti-lgbtqia plus communities and i am or not communities um organizations and i am part of the l LGBTQIA plus community so they're actively donating to corporations that work against against my good nature or my nature my yeah my personal
1: against who you are as a person yeah and like I don't know it's just it's it's aggravating but it is what it is no I guess
0: well what do you or how do you plan aside from getting your (laughs) your your innards taken out (laughs) how do you what do you see yourself doing to celebrate pride
1: Um, I'm going to continue living my unapologetically queer life. Um, I definitely, I definitely want to um, start trying to like donate a little money here and there. Um, Probably won't be able to do that this month, but carrying on pride through um, just because I know that there's a lot of kids out there right now who are really being negatively impacted by a lot of this new legislation. Yeah. And I think
0: like we we kind of talked about with that one article um just because you can't donate money doesn't mean you can't do something like donate donate time or donate 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 in some other way like
1: be be a a shoulder you know be be something
0: yeah even if it's just signing petitions like I'm i say that i'm not i'm not a huge fan of petitions because it's like i've never seen a petition that actually has done anything or been valuable other than i can say oh i signed my name to that right like
1: i remember signing like a lot of petitions back in the day um but i don't remember how many of them actually went through
0: yeah it's like what i i've never seen i haven't seen any that i know of where action has been taken and followed through with um after they've collected signatures
1: right what about you how are you how are you going to celebrate pride
0: i think the same I'm gonna try and kind of just live my live my life unapologetically gay and um i think one of the things that i kind of talked about earlier is see about trying to get that the pride group at my work started and how i can incorporate some something into my work that gives back to the community that i live in yeah um so reach out to what needs to go out, even though he just did reach out to like a local community and see or a local um, organization and see what we can do to partner with them and like maybe do reach out, work with my YP and Young Professional Networks um, ERG and do like the paint a t shirt. Like they'll get a free t-shirt and they can donate money to get a free t-shirt and we'll donate that money to, to an organization that's in the area.
1: Yeah. And I love that. That's, that's fantastic. Um, I think if, if I'm feeling up to it, I would absolutely love to go to some of the, um, pride month pride parades.
0: Yeah. You're in Austin. There's a lot of pride stuff in Austin.
1: There, there is, um,
0: well near Austin, you're not in Austin
1: yeah, so in the area that I'm in, um, Round Rock, I think our our Pride is tomorrow. I'm probably not going to be able to go to that. I, I don't feel so good. Um, <laughs> but uh, Pflugerville has one, I think, here in a week or two. So... I might try to go to that. Just a chance to like, I don't know, be there and enjoy being up with the community. But I've been I've been trying to do that in general. I went to um, a a gay art show with a friend. That was nice. Um, that was last month. And there was a lot of queer artists out there selling some great um, some great art, some um, great products, like handcrafted stuff, homemade jewelry. It was it was really cool. It was really nice. Very
0: cool. Well, do you want to call it a podcast since my child is running around like a psychopath, like he needs to go out again?
1: <laughs> yes, let's call it a podcast.
0: All right, let me pull up my clothes.
1: drifted clothes. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. If you like this episode, please like, comment, follow, and subscribe, and leave a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, as this will help get get the podcast out to more people and help us grow. Feel free to follow us on social media. Our Instagram and Twitter handle is at Now About That Pod. And if there is a specific topic you would like us to discuss on the podcast, feel free to email us at Now About That Pod at Gmail or visit our website, www.nowaboutthatproductions.com. You can also give us a call or a text with any questions you would like us to answer on the podcast our phone number is 765-557-4170 again thanks for listening and we hope you enjoyed this season because this is our last episode of season one we will be coming back probably late june or early july with our next season our all Give,
1: new improved next season.
0: <laughs> gives Sarah some time to heal and work through her stuff, and then we will start with we have our new um, right? We have our new our new song that we'll start off with, and that'll be fun intro and outro. And we have new ideas, so we're gonna change it up next season. That's exciting too. Agreed. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and Sarah, enjoy your weekend.
1: Thank you. You as well.